Welcome back to the latest advocacy episode of the AUA's podcast, The Inside Track. This week's report highlights updates on the AUA's meetings with D.C. lawmakers, an update on state and research funding advocacy, and our advocacy to preserve waivers for telehealth services after the COVID-19 public health emergency ends. In national news this week, the AUA has been actively engaged in advocacy efforts with the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, to preserve elements of the telehealth waivers that the agency implemented as part of its response to COVID-19. The AUA has sent multiple letters to the agency applauding them for taking prompt actions to equip healthcare providers with the flexibilities required to ensure that Medicare beneficiaries maintain access to necessary healthcare services, including those provided by urologists, during the pandemic. The AUA's Urology Telehealth Task Force Regulatory Workgroup are developing a strategy to retain some of these important waivers after the COVID-19 public health emergency is over. Specifically, the AUA would like CMS to maintain the expansion of services included on the telehealth services list, continue to allow certain telehealth and virtual care services to be provided to new and established patients, continue to allow Medicare payment for certain telehealth and virtual care services when furnished by a resident under direct supervision of a teaching physician, provide coverage and enhanced payment for the telephone EM services, specifically CPT codes 99441 through 99443, continue to allow patients and providers to deliver and receive telehealth services from their homes, preserve direct supervision revisions that allow physicians to supervise in-office clinical staff using communications technologies when appropriate, adopt the Interstate Medical Licensure Compact to facilitate broader physician adoption of telehealth and improve access to care across state lines, and Delay the implementation of QCDR measure testing and data collection until September of the year following the completion of the COVID-19 emergency. The AUA plans to send this letter to CMS later this month. In related news, the AUA, along with other members of the Alliance of Specialty Medicine, sent a letter to CMS informing the agency that specialists and their patients have significantly benefited from the temporary flexibilities and regulatory revisions provided by CMS during the COVID emergency. These changes have enabled the ongoing provision of important, medically necessary care and treatment during the pandemic. The letter reminds CMS to work with Congress and its federal agency partners to ensure ongoing access to telehealth services following the end of the public health emergency for COVID-19 and make specific recommendations regarding telehealth services, site-of-service payment differentials, supervision requirements, and more. For more information about these efforts, please contact Payment Policy at auanet.org. In other news from Washington, the AUA participated in a number of virtual meetings with congressional offices in early June. Together with the Alliance of Specialty Medicine, the AUA met with New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez, Massachusetts lawmaker and House Rules Committee Chair Representative Jim McGovern, Congressman Bob Latta of Ohio, Rep. Gus Bilirakis of Florida, and the majority staff for the House Energy and Commerce Committee. Key topics for discussion included technology and telehealth, as well as medical liability protections for providers during the COVID-19 pandemic, the physician workforce shortage, including H.R. 5924, an AUA-led bill that creates a student loan forgiveness program for specialists in rural areas, and other practice concerns, such as prior authorization and surprise billing. 
The AUA also joined colleagues from Mad Pack in meetings on similar issues with Montana Senator Steve Daines, New York Representative Elise Stefanik, and Rep. Fred Upton of Michigan. Additional meetings were held with Rep. Kathy McMorris-Rogers of Washington State and Representative Drew Ferguson of Georgia. The AUA also met with California Representative Mark Takano, who serves as the chairman of the House Veterans Affairs Committee. During the meeting, the congressman discussed the inner workings of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and the Veterans Health Administration, as well as the move within the VHA to start seeing veterans again in the hospital setting. The AUA strongly urged Representative Takano to consider H.R. 6092, the Veterans Prostate Cancer Research and Treatment Act, which directs the Secretary of the VA to establish a national clinical pathway for prostate cancer within the National Surgery Office of the VA for all stages of prostate cancer. The AUA will continue to follow up with the lawmaker's office in an effort to advance prostate cancer care for all veterans. In research advocacy news, the AUA participated in meetings with staff in the offices of Representatives Pete Aguilar of California, Hal Rogers of Kentucky, Tom Cole of Oklahoma, and Tim Ryan and Marcy Kaptur of Ohio. The meetings focused on funding for the congressionally directed medical research programs housed within the Department of Defense budget. The Defense Health Research Consortium, a coalition of more than 35 diverse organizations who advocate to support and fund medical research programs within the Department of Defense, led the series of meetings. As a coalition, the DHRC is advocating for a 5% increase, plus inflation, for the CDMRP program in fiscal year 2021. The AUA is continuing advocacy efforts for the dedication of a $10 million line item for bladder cancer within the CDMRP and an increase in the kidney cancer line item from $40 million to $50 million in fiscal year 2021. During the meetings, staffers noted that the DOD appropriations draft bill is nearly final. However, the anticipated release date is delayed due to an anticipated COVID-4 bill release, as well as logistics for convening committees to do markups. On June 4th, House Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Nita Lowey notified colleagues that subcommittee and full committee markups are scheduled for the weeks of July 6th and 13th, and spending bills are expected to be on the floor during the weeks of July 20th and 27th. The AUA continues to provide updates on these efforts moving forward. In AUA PAC news, the AUA's Political Action Committee hosted a virtual meeting for Representative Greg Murphy, Maryland, in late May that was attended by 14 other healthcare organizations. These groups were all part of MADPAC, a large coalition of other medical and dental PACs in the Washington, D.C. metro area. Dr. Murphy is an AUA member and practicing urologist who won a 2019 special election to represent North Carolina's 3rd Congressional District. Dr. Murphy is also a supporter of the USP-STF Transparency and Accountability Act, H.R. 3534, and the Improving Seniors' Timely Access to Care Act, H.R. 3107, a bill that would streamline the prior authorization process within the Medicare Advantage program. In state news, the AUA recently joined coalition partners in support of new copay accumulator bills introduced in New York State by Senator Gustavo Rivera and Assemblymember Richard Gottfried. The companion bills, S-6303 and A-8246, require all payments made by patients, directly or on their behalf, 
be counted toward their overall out-of-pocket maximum payments or deductible. This bill will protect New Yorkers from surprise bills and treatment delays, as well as allow individuals to utilize the full benefit of copay assistance programs. In Alabama, Governor Kay Ivey signed into law SB 157, a bill to provide $250,000 in funding for prostate and colorectal cancer screenings. The bill, which the AUA supported, goes into effect on October 1st. Telemedicine remains an important issue for states. On June 10th, Michigan Representative Donna Lazinski introduced H.R. 275, a bill that memorializes the Congress of the United States to ensure that all Americans have Internet access necessary to participate in telemedicine, distance learning, and telework as part of any federal legislation that provides relief and recovery resources related to the COVID-19 pandemic. And, on June 11th, the AUA signed on to a national state specialty letter that urges governors, insurance commissioners, and the National Governors Association to continue telemedicine coverage after the public health emergency ends. The letter also urges for the support of legislation and regulations that will make the broad coverage of telemedicine a requirement within each state. Wrapping up this week's podcast, don't forget to register to attend AUA Live, a two-day event on June 27th and 28th. This special program features more than 20 hours of presentations, including spirited crossfire debates, semi-live surgeries, second opinion cases, presentations on updated and newly released clinical guidelines, a virtual science and technology hall, and a special keynote address from National Institute of Allergy and Infection Diseases Director, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Learn more at auavirtual.org. Thank you for listening to the AUA Inside Tracked Podcast, an official podcast of the American Urological Association. 